0: Hi, Carly.
1: Hey, Sai. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing not too bad, thanks. I've um I've got all of the windows open and I'm trying to get as much air through as possible. It's, uh, no. li- listeners, oh, yeah. it's meant to be about 32 <laughs> degrees today, so just, you know, how, how are you coping, uh, Carly?
1: I'm hot and bothered, definitely. Yeah. You know, we always have that conversation once a year about, should we get air conditioning? But it's like, well, is there much point for,
0: really, it's typically only a week, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, come on, we're not, we're not living in Spain. <laughs> We should probably welcome our listeners to the podcast. Yes,
1: hope they're keeping cool.
0: So this is kick Employer Brands, and we're on a mission to speak to experts in the employer brand industry to find out more about the great stuff they're doing and the tips that we can learn for you guys.
1: We definitely are. Employer Brand of the Week. It's my turn. Um, so have you heard of Look Fantastic?
0: I have not. Oh, hang on. Hang on, Carly. Before we go on, <laughs> we, need to, we, we need to do today's jingle, okay?
1: oh okay oh god we've missed the jingle okay yeah yeah so we've got a new jingle that si has homemade so i'm gonna have a listen and uh see what we think about it
0: and here we find the employer brand of the week
1: i i like it nice david attenborough <laughs> impression um, I, I, I'm still in love with what was what was the one I loved the most?
0: Probably the one that I would consider the most terrible. The first, really? the first one. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, but you know what? It's, it's been it's been a new vocation. Trying just learning how it works, with we're getting these sounds and adding them all together. So I'm I'm quite enjoying it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, very creative.
0: Thanks. Thanks. But anyway, come on so back. Back to employee brand. Of the week.
1: Oh, employee brand of the week. So, look fantastic. They are an online beauty retailer. So you would go there to buy makeup and skincare and fake tan and all that kind of stuff. They um, obviously they're big on social media, as you would um, need to be as a beauty brand. And um, just before the of uh, the England final, don't need to explain that. Everybody knows about that. Um, then they their social media team put out a, um, a post on Instagram basically saying that it's down to you as our followers to decide what time um, our teams start work on the Monday, because obviously the final was on the Sunday. So if they got a thousand likes, then all of our people won't have to start till 10 uh, o'clock in the morning. And then it kind of went up with more likes. Ultimately, if we get 7,000 likes, we're going to give all of our people the day off work. Wow. Which is lovely, right? And you can just imagine social media team feeling really empowered to kind of put out that post and, you know, um, uh, attract a bit of attention from their customers would also do something great for their people. Um, So they ended up getting 30,000 likes, um, but it wasn't approved. Internally, it wasn't signed off. So, um, and so the leadership then had to send an email around to everyone in the company saying, "Oh, it was just a publicity stunt, and actually, nobody's getting the day off." Oh my god! I know. Then obviously there was uproar from customers, but employees alike, um, of course. And then by that evening, they had to retract and then give everybody the day off.
0: Oh, so wow. it was
1: just the perfect example of me of, I guess, a social media team feeling empowered and feeling like they're very much kind of on brand, if you like. But then internally, the employer brand not backing that up. And, and I completely understand that perhaps they should have perhaps checked that. It's quite a big thing, giving, it, give, give, giving everybody the day off. So they perhaps should have checked that one internally before putting it out there. But what would have been a better response was man- it would be management just saying, great, we've got 30,000 likes. Let's give everyone the day off rather yeah, awesome. than having to say no, and then like retract it.
0: Oh God, um, <laughs> it, it, feels, it ends up feeling so disingenuous and horrible. I know. And um, I guess it's like the th- pretty much every week we have this theme of external versus internal and joining the yeah. team, right? And there's probably yeah, yeah, not yeah. a better example than, than that. That's I
1: know. But I, I loved I that when I read that.
0: I don't know if you saw any of the other clever things that were going on around the time of the, of the final and when the England team were doing really well. But um, mm-hmm. Tesco did a post saying it's coming home and they highlighted they, they basically put an e into its so it's I T E S and they highlighted the T E S in red and then the CO of coming home in red so it kind of had yeah. Tesco in the middle of its coming oh, home oh, that's cool. and it got it's funny it got like so mixed so mixed reviews some people loved it and thought it was genius and others yeah. were like this is the worst example of shoehorning I've ever seen <laughs> it's that like you can't just respell words yeah. like, so it's it's funny but um, but obviously it was a good time for people to get get noticed right so yeah yeah, yeah definitely. Uh,
1: um, so let's do a little advert for our Kickass Employer brand uh, free kind of webinar that we're putting on later on in the year. Um, we're going to share with you our approach to building a Kick-Ass Employer brands. Uh, just an hour session, um, really quite kind of laid back, interactive, and if you're interested in signing up, then just go to ineedsurgerycom forward slash EBT.
0: Awesome. And uh, shall we introduce our guests for this week?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Cool. So this week we are speaking to Nicola Boston, who is employer brand specialist at Holiday Extras. So are you familiar with Holiday Extras?
1: Yeah, I have heard of them, yeah.
0: So you probably will have seen them pop up when you're you know booking your trip away is yeah. additional stuff that came out. So basically their their mission is to make holidays less hassle. Um and they try and achieve this mainly through technology, basically, so they're actually yeah. fairly tech based and improving the solutions and getting a better kind of customer experience. But they also own air parks, purple parking and short breaks. But slightly different to the kind of people we've had on, so it would be really interesting to chat to Nicola today and see what she's got to say.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, what a time to be in the travel industry at the moment.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, that's going yeah. to be tough. But cool. Yeah. So um, let's speak to Nicola. Thank, thank you so much for agreeing to come on after a, uh, a little LinkedIn exchange. That's very kind of you. So
2: Yeah, my pleasure.
0: So Nicola, would you mind just telling us a bit about Holiday Extras?
2: Yes, so we are the market leader in um, travel extras. So we sell everything but the holiday. Um, and um, well, our products range from um, airport parking to hotels to insurance. But really, our purpose is to remove the hassle from the holiday um, so that people can really enjoy their precious holiday time. And I say that translates to what it's like to work at holiday as well. We really care about the person as a whole. Um, So it's about maximising your time while you're at work, but also making sure that you enjoy your time outside of work. So it's a lovely parallel there for employee brand
0: that's that's awesome yeah it's always nice when companies recognize the whole employee like the whole person the yeah audience, the employee effectively But how? Um, i mean how are you guys finding it at the moment so i guess it must have been a turbulent old old year or two right
2: yeah it's been it's been it's, i mean i think we use the phrase it's been, it's not been a holiday let's put it that way no holiday no. um no um but i mean it yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough time um, for the industry Um we do have a part of our um, so we're a group. We have seven businesses and one of the, the businesses is called Short Breaks and they specialize in um, staycations, particularly working with theme parks and the biggest theme parks. And actually, while international travel has not been possible, that's actually really helped us. Um, But also, what this time has really taught us is our beliefs around people need holidays and they need breaks, Mm. Um, and they're just there's just this people craving travel right now, obviously. Mm. So it's given us confidence in our beliefs and our purpose. So you know, those are the gifts and the silver linings. Mm. Um, The impact on our employee brand, you know, is is felt. I must admit. so prior to COVID, we just were doing some lovely kind of stuff and experimenting. We had lots of plans, and it, for me, the difficulty was that it had to, you know, had to stay still mm. for, for a long time. Um, we, you know, we had people go myself included on furlough, um, and unfortunately, the caretaking team we, we had they could only focus internally, which is on our people, uh, and our customers. So. I'm always banging the drum about evolving your employee brand, never letting it sit still. And we were forced to do that. Um, so, yeah, it's been an interesting time. Um, a good case study, really. Um, and it, again, it crystallised my beliefs about not letting things sit still. Fortunately, we had no choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but it's also given us some, some gifts and some silver linings, I would say.
1: Definitely. Are, are you actively recruiting at the moment, then, Nicola? We are actively
2: recruiting. Um, so... We re- reimagined a strat- our strategy to help with our recovery. I think, you know, with that belief about the customer really, you know, wanting to travel. So that's yeah. kind of re- reimagined um, our future, as it were, um, and, and the way that we're going to do things, which is great because we've had that time to do that. As a result, we are recruiting. Yeah. And so we've had to restart our employee brand again, um, yeah. as well as our short breaks business. You know, like I say, they've been. Um, flourishing through this period, mm-hmm. um, so yes, we are back to recruiting. So it's having to restart your employer brands, which is yeah. something I never thought we'd have to
1: do. Yeah, <laughs> but also the story's changed because you've got yeah. to really give confidence to people that actually there is a, a future for the travel industry and that it is going to get back up and running again. So you have your story has had to change.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're nearly 40 years old as a business. And confidence in our industry is not something we've ever had to, I mean, it's not, I always talk about your EVP evolving. I mean, that's never been something in messaging that we've had to even really consider. It's always been about our growth and the exciting futures. And mm. and that still remains. But um, yeah, so and yeah, around confidence is definitely something that we're mindful of. Um, we had somebody in the team um, a month ago and I did a video with her and put it on the career site. And it was just a, it was just so lovely, the enthusiasm that she had for the business. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially the year we've had, it's really easy to go to a certain place, isn't it, with things. And we're just talking to a new starter about the experience and how much they love all the extras, it just it gave me so much energy. Um, yeah. So it's so nice to return back to that stuff and, and really connect people with our business because, you know, I do believe we're truly special.
0: Oh, it's, it's nice to hear those positive stories coming through. I love that. Yeah. What
2: makes you truly special, Nicola? Um, well, for me personally, um, I mean, I, I worked in London. I'm a, a Londoner through and through and I came down. So we're in Kent. We're near the beach in Folkestone. Hence why you might be able to hear some seagulls in the background. Um, and when I, I, we left London when I had a child and um, we were just in our flat in South London, couldn't go out and do anything. So we decided actually life's too short, you know, and... My husband and I were burning out a bit as well, and we just thought life's too short. So we moved by the sea, and I actually wrote off my um, HR career. I was like, done with that. Don't want to do that anymore. And then I found Holiday Extras, um, and I work part-time. I do get work-life balance, an amazing team. Um, So it's just something really special, I think, about it that you don't get from a lot of companies people really care about each other at holiday extras so that's we, and that's what we try and get across yeah you know, exactly that's brand.
1: yeah that's your story it's lovely
2: yeah
0: and, and, and so your your kind of journey there did you kind of almost like fall from hr into employer branding or how did that how did that piece kind of connect?
2: well i i have strong views about where employee branding should sit um i think that I, so, yes, I came from, I mean, I'm jackal trades. I started off as a modern apprenticeship assessor. And um, and then I went into um, a pay team. Um, I've done employee relations. I've done all sorts of things. Um, and then, yeah, I covered someone's maternity leave. It was a really small element of it at Holiday Extras. Um, and then I just loved it. I just loved the creativity. I just think that great workplaces should shout about themselves. And I think not enough do actually. Mm. So what I feel like I bring um, coming from a people background is that I can stay very close to culture and and employee experience and actually employee experience is part of my role. So for me, um, it's not a marketing function. It has marketing to it, but I think that it's so much more than that. And I think great employer brand people are people that are really close to the culture, really close to the team. I'm very blessed because we, we're, we're, we're good size. There's about 700 of us, but um, it's not so big that, you know, I can't just have a chat with somebody uh, about their experience and how it's going for them. And so I think really caring about people and their experience just helps me thoroughly being an employee brand person definitely.
0: And and how do you, um, how do you kind of join that piece up? Right. So you've got employee experience and then employee brand. They were like, they should go hand in hand, but they can become so disjointed. So how, how do you sort of connect it?
2: Um, well, I think employee experience, I mean, this, obviously the moments of matter and touch points are led not by me. Um, you know, so many people are involved in that. Um, for me, it's about reminding people of, well not candid but employee first as well so rather than this process is how we do stuff because it works for us it's me coming in saying well what about the person on the other end of it and so it's about those kind of checks and balances and reminders that by you know by creating a process or by you know, a moment that matters actually really impacts an employer brand because that person, you know, for having a great experience will then tell everyone about it. They will share our content. They'll have a sense of pride. So I think it's, for me, joining those dots because some, even at our Extras, you know, people can be siloed because you have your day-to-day, but it's about that thread that goes through employer brand from attraction right through into experience for me um, and obviously alumni and things like that. So, yeah, mm, definitely
0: it feels like empathy is becoming a more recognized skill these days and it's like what you talked about for me is just like a perfect example you've got to put yourself in in like the employee's shoes and see things from a different perspective to really like get under the skin of it and, and kind of do your best work almost
2: yeah and actually what we've learned during i don't know what's happened and i don't know if it's just the pandemic or what but managers at the moment are just so candidate-centric and it's lovely so when you you know they're putting together job ads rather than it being a list of requirements of what, you know, and and some uh, lots about the company, which is important, you know, they're thinking, well, what's the experience of coming in? You know, and I'm I'm not having to educate as much as I used to on that. You know, I mean obviously you've got to help people get to that place, but managers are being really mindful about authenticity and what are you getting from joining us? You know, what is the team like? How are you going to learn? But also one thing we're looking at is what can we learn from you as a candidate? you're Mm. coming bringing your uniqueness and I love I just love that I just love that kind of connection and and that thoughtfulness um which I think it's a pandemic thing I think everyone's just Mm. being more aware and having more
1: yeah people have connected more on a human level haven't they it's perhaps made them think
2: yeah absolutely
1: and how much do you look because your industry is very competitive how much do you look at what your competitors are doing we we do look um but for me,
2: it's about differentiation. So, I you know, we'll never carbon copy what another yeah. company ever, um, particularly at Holiday Extras. I mean, our location in itself is just very unique. Um, our campuses are very unique, um, even our story. So I think it's definitely good to look at what others are doing. And I, yeah. I love some of the stuff that's coming out. I love brands that are really vulnerable and authentic and are sharing – I saw a brand today, and they were sharing some of their engagement survey results. You know, and I, I yeah. love that. I think that's so cool. Um, so I think it's definitely otherwise you're going to stagnate. And um, but I think it's about that uniqueness as well for of your of your own brand. Yeah,
0: definitely. It's a, that's a lo- lovely example there. So just jump in, mm. but I guess like one of the challenges is building trust, right? Because evidence mm-hmm. these days is employees don't really trust big organisations, but they trust other people. Yeah. Um, so companies need to work harder to kind of gain that trust, right? How, is, yeah. Have you got any kind of um, strategies you use to try and sort of reassure people what life would be like at Holiday Extras and kind of gain that trust?
2: Something that I've learned, and I think I miss so much I've learned through the pandemic. Um, I think it's, I've learned that more, more is more actually. And sometimes if you, I think sometimes if you've got a very scarce career site for example or um you know you don't provide a lot of information then how can you build that that trust and i think you know even even a page that isn't so for example a page around um your strategy or your purpose you know if you don't have that stuff in place and people will make will connect the dots so i think really showcasing your culture creates that trust um Definitely, just more information as as you can provide. Like, for example, you know, I was just talking about showing being vulnerable. So that's definitely a place I'd like to get to. Unfortunately, we're in the middle of recovery, so obviously you're just rebuilding (laughs) everything. But um, I think we'll Um, cut you a
0: bit of slack right now. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, But I think, um, and also the trust comes from humility. I think you know, in your copy, um, and I think the really the trust comes from the process. You know you you know the the recruitment process and the interview process and building that trust there um and trust is reciprocal so you know it's about showing that you trust people um and we and we definitely live and breathe that i mean flexible working remote working something we did before the pandemic really well and we had remote people across the uk but also um i mean i work part-time my mother and um you know if i need to work from home i did um and that's that's definitely again the thread of the approach that we're taking when it comes to um the way we treat people
0: and um we we spoke to some guests in the past who sort of talked about the importance of managing stakeholders and making sure people are kept updated across the business do you sort of do you see yourself as having any particular like key allies that you kind of work with in the business
2: um, definitely, uh, we call them our recruitment specialists, but our TAs, um, yeah, I mean, I couldn't do my job without, <laughs> without those people. Um, I think um, our brand team, definitely, um, and bringing them on the journey of what we're trying to achieve and getting their help. Um, at the moment, it's really nice because it's a bit of a common cause like, you know, because we're, part, we're doing a recovery, everyone wants, wants to help in terms of, you know, recruiting yeah. efforts. That's right. yeah. So I'm getting like people saying, you know, what can we do to help? Which, you know, when you employ a brand, you're begging and stealing, aren't you? So, <laughs> um, but I think, and I'm trying to, you know, capitalize on that, like, right, that's, you know, that, that's strike that's while the iron's hot. Um, so yeah, I think those are, are definitely some allies there. I think also the major one is your actual teams. So um, obviously we, we are looking, um, I mean, tech is, is a definite area where we're, uh, uh, many are trying to recruit. Um, and so working closely with our tech team, bouncing things back off of them, getting their feedback is so important. And then, you know, you just create that connection um, and they, they feel part of something. So for me, that's super important.
0: Mm. And have you, so during your time sort of working in employer branding, Is there anything you'd care to admit where you kind of things perhaps haven't quite gone right, or you know, not quite as you intended? Um, What learn from?
1: Or it can be something that went brilliantly. (laughs) I mean, um, yeah, being vulnerable.
2: Um, (laughs) If I'm honest, I think investing in things that, and I won't say I don't want to name any kind of shame or name any platforms, anything, but probably investing in things for too long that weren't giving you ROI. For me, that was definitely a learning. Um, and you know, wondering if we stop investing in using this particular platform, what will happen to our pipelines? And and actually I think if something isn't working for you, then just you know, maybe don't do it. <laughs> I mean, I know it's simple, but um, if there's tried and tested methods that you've used, there, but yeah, so I think those are kind of the the things that I'm definitely mindful of. The other thing I would say, I mean, it's not really things that have gone wrong, but um, I used to be very, very precious about production. Um, and I still am to a point. But for me, you know, just get the stuff out there. As long as it, you know, as long as it's good enough and it connects, you know, you don't need it to be all singing or dancing. Um, obviously have high production in your plan somewhere because you will need some of that stuff. Um but for me, not being too precious, just get, you know, especially as we're recovering and we're rebuilding our employee brand, you know, like creating videos on The Hoof for me is like, this is just my day job now <laughs> at the moment. So um, sticking a camera in someone's face, bless them. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, just those are the kind of things that I I have learned, let's say.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we're asking all of our guests to share kind of their kind of top tip. Um, You just shared two top tips, actually, already. But is there anything else that if you were kind of sharing advice with anyone else in employer branding?
2: Um, There's, I mean, I think being authentic is so important Um, and being really connected to your culture and your people. Um, Don't just do employee brand as an initiative or a project. Um, Keep at it. Keep banging the drum internally. You do have to bring people along. They just see it as recruitment. Um, And it's so much more than that. Um, so that's my top tip. I think involving your team. I think, you know, everyone probably around people know this, but involving your team and creating a sense of pride uh, is part of that. Um, and that is something that we, we put a lot of time and effort into, um, for sure. Um, but I would say on a practical level, one thing I have learned through the pandemic is when it comes to your career site, create, don't create something that just sits there Great. Get a really good content management system that's adaptable, that has templates that you can create a page in a, you know, a day if you needed to, because it's kind of what we've had to do. Um, but actually, the value that brings and it just shows that employee brands living, breathing thing and you can just keep updating it. But if you have a career site that's built externally that you can't really access or if it's held by another team, It's not going to work for you. You know, if you want to create a page quickly because a team's changed and you want to showcase that team or you've now got to recruit heavily into that team, you know, just having that flexibility to do things quickly, Mm. it's just so important. So, yeah, that's a big piece of advice I'd give. Yeah, great top tip. Thank you
0: that's awesome i think hopefully anyone listening will have picked up a lot of a lot of good stuff from you today i mean one being obviously if you can orchestrate a massive crisis and everyone will put <laughs> together and help you so you know we'll, we'll take that away <laughs> yeah, um, <there's> that. <laughs> but no you've, you've shared some um, some really useful stuff and been very honest and open with us. so thank you so much for your time no, thank um, you. So much yeah, thanks it.
2: nicola
1: thanks Tough industry to be in at the moment, travel. But oh, oh, really nice to hear actually the flip side of actually what a crisis can do for a company.
0: It's so funny, isn't it? I can just imagine how people suddenly like rally together, and here yeah. you know having someone fresh coming in the team with positive views. It's just so nice. Sometimes you need that re-injection of energy, don't you? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but that was that was really interesting. I mean, she's super authentic and lovely person, and yeah. sharing some like really useful stuff was there. So, so yeah, I do hope that that was useful for our listeners. Uh, An yeah. really enjoyable chat.
1: Yeah, so listening to the next episode, uh, you've been listening to Kick-Ass Employ Brands. See you next episode, Si.
0: See you next episode.